Welcome back in Cougar Sports Saturday. We'll get to football in just a moment. Last thing I think is worth discussing around this BOU Kansas win, Mitch. And we also, later in the show, we'll get to tonight's game because there's a lot to play for still for this BYU team just because you beat Kansas and that's probably good enough to get you into the tournament. You got three games left, two of them at home. If you win, if you just win your home games, Mitch, you have a a 10-win conference slate and is that a good enough for a 5 seed? Is that good enough for Salt Lake City? Like there's still a lot to play for, and the carrot at the end of the stick being the Delta Center is very interesting. That would be a huge home court advantage for BYU. I know that you're a big, uh, you're a big bracketology guy. You <laughs> oh, read yes. all the brackets, all where, of them. Where is BYU sitting currently? What's the consensus on where BYU is uh, sitting currently in bracketology? After the win over Kansas, the theme is. Five seed, and not only a five seed, but in Salt Lake City by the major bracketologist. And man, there was one bracket; it was so, so sweet. Was it was it Palm it was, Jerry Palm. Well, it was blogging the bracket. Who does okay. a really good job? Part of SB Nation. He had BYU as a five seed in Salt Lake City. The four seed was Kentucky. Can you imagine if John Calipari got placed in a quadrant with BYU and it was 45, 45 miles north of Provo? John Calipari would go off the rails, And then man. the Pope Kentucky storyline. Unbelievable. Like, hook that up, man. You get BYU against a blue blood in the Delta Center, Cougar fans are packing the house. Oh, yeah. It would be insane. BYU's won 18 of their last 19 games. In the Delta Center. The only loss was last season, South Dakota loss, which how oh. world, how crazy is that world where in that moment, you know, just Could about. you have thought less than two years later. That's what I'm saying. 14 months ago, <laughs> you just lost to the, the Coyotes. <laughs> but, hey, stay patient. You're going to beat Kansas. Wait, what? Yeah, that, that's what happened. It's been a wild turn of events for BYU basketball. But, yeah, five seed. And, you know, Salt Lake, I think the other city that's been kind of a theme is Charlotte. Where does Jerry Palm have him? Because he's had him low <laughs> all year. Six seed in Salt Lake City. Which I be- kind of prefer the sixth spot, personally really? speaking. The, What's the thought behind that? Just that the 5-12 is, just has this lore. There's like this baked in 12 seed magic. And, and I feel like, and look, I'm not that superstitious, but I do feel like because remember, there's human beings building the bracket. Yes. Even though you've got the net, that's a completely metric-based ranking system to help these people slot people in. Just a tool, though. Just a tool. I do believe, though, when guys are picking 5 and 12, they are specifically finding under-the-radar teams that can fit that narrative and make a splash in the 5-12 to 12 game. I, there's just no there's no narrative to 6-11. It's just you're just slotting teams at that point. 5-12, to 12, though, for me, I feel like there's this added incentive by the committee to get sexy matchups that can lead to big upsets. Yeah, I I, I, I guess my fear with the NCAA tournament is that how will the committee, you know, try to put BYU against some blue blood in round one? Remember uh, the last time BYU was in the NCAA tournament? UCLA. Well, not only that, 
it was, okay, you're getting rewarded with a six seed BYU. Congrats. You know, pat on the head. But you will face the winner of Michigan State or UCLA. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And I remember making the grave mistake of saying, I'm pulling for UCLA. That's not a good team. They've only got Jaime Hawkes, Johnny Juzang. NBA, NBA. Uh, team goes That didn't work out run. well. <laughs> I'm in Hinkle Fieldhouse in Indianapolis seeing Jaime Hawkes just wreck BYU. I'm thinking, this cat's destroying BYU. Should have known. He's now a legit NBA rookie. But, you know, I, that that's the thing about the NCAA tournament. BYU is so unique in how they get placed. I was on a sports radio station uh, in Ames, Iowa, which, quick note, BYU-Iowa State next Wednesday got a tip time change. going to be 7 o'clock now, mountain time. Pre-game will start at 6 here on KSL. That's a weird uh, Wednesday game, too. Yeah, it's it's a Wednesday Break, night game. the mold. Uh, but they were floored by how I revealed to them that half the bracket is not available to BYU. They forgot the whole no Sunday play. We know that, of course. But, you know, BYU is just such a tricky team to place. And I'm fascinated to see how the committee works BYU in the field and also tries to avoid, you know, second round or Sweet 16 possible matchups against Big 12 teams. There's going to be nine or ten Big 12 teams in the field. At least nine. And, you know, how do you – so does BYU benefit – do they move up a seed line because of that to avoid a potential rematch spot? Or does it move them lower? Uh, th- there's kind of these weird nuances with with BYU that uh, make them tricky to slot. But uh, at the same time, it could benefit them to where they end up in Salt Lake where they're the lower-seeded team in a quadrant where the four-seed or the three-seed has to maybe stare down BYU and face a road game against the Cougars. I don't hate a six-seed in Salt Lake. I, I, wouldn't you rather be a six seed in Salt Lake than a five seed anywhere else? I just want BYU to be able to play a mid major in the opening round, and that's like if they get Grand Canyon, that's a what? Grand Canyon's good. They've only lost three games. Yeah. You know, you're gonna face someone good no matter what. But I always just get a little bit more worried when BYU's facing a power conference team. And look, BYU. The great thing about the NCAA tournament, it might be a little bit of a breather. Because it might be nice to step out of league and not have to deal with the gauntlet of the Big Twelve. But uh, what if it was a W? What if it's St. Mary's? As long as as long as BYU is facing a double digit seeded team, that's all I want. Because the last time BYU beat a single digit seeded team in the NCAA tournament, you got to go back. Man, it was I believe 1993 when they beat SMU. I think SMU was a seven, BYU was the ten. It's been a long time. So as long as BYU is facing a double-digit seeded team, I like BYU's odds of advancing. That, that's all I want to see. And whether it's five, are you sure you want or, a mid-major? There's been some mid-majors recently that have just. I, I just think personnel-wise, BYU. St. Peter's, you want to play them? I just I think that you don't want to face a, a a team with a lot of size. I still think that could be a, a, a potential opportunity to to hurt BYU and a team that's got a lot of speed. Look, I'm going to some cliches with some of these mid-majors. I'm not going to say I know every all the ins and outs about McNeese State and, and Grand Canyon, but uh, I just feel like personnel-wise, BYU just kind of getting off the bus, they're going to match up quite well with some of those teams. They're not going to be – It's you know, I just always think back to, you know, when you see UCLA and you see them in person in Indianapolis, you go, this don't look like an 18-win team. And then you, you see Texas A&M, you see Xavier – BYU has faced so many good teams in the NCAA tournament. I mean, that's why there's 
you know, 68 teams going for the, the national championship, but it just seems like the, the, the caliber of teams. Like, think back to that year when they put, they being the committee, put BYU in the wrong region. Remember, it was 2003 when yep. they got placed in a Friday-Sunday regional. If they got to the Sweet 16, they would have had to switch brackets. They got paired up with UConn right. in a 5 12 with Ben Gordon and Mecca Oak for Like, BYU always just gets tough matchups, and I'm just I'm bracing myself for, all right, let's go out to the West Regional in Salt Lake City. Six-seed BYU against 11-seed Gonzaga. Yeah. Like that's, I just, that's what it's going to be. Well, you got your mid-major, Mitch. Not them. <laughs> it that's very realistic too, by the way. Yes. <laughs> I am bracing for that. I I, I could just see it. I, yep. I I just could see that happening. All right, let's take a break. News, traffic, and weather coming your way. We'll turn the page to football. Me and Mitch, we were down in Provo for day one of spring ball that took place in February. Hold on, we'll break it down on the other side.